0: We've been enjoying a, a wonderful conversation with uh, Dr. Adam Jones, uh, the author of the photography book, Latin America Portraits. And uh, Adam, you know, I was remiss in, in not mentioning at the beginning of the hour that you actually uh, serve as an associate professor of political science at the University of British Columbia. Right. And, uh, and, and hence the reference to your PhD. Uh, uh, students and, <laughs> right. um, yeah. that's, that's but put uh,
1: right bread on the table and keep the show on the road. Yeah, it's the one job in the economy really where you have more or less reliably five months of the year to use as you will, um, and one if if one is a world traveler that that affords opportunities that are often not open to to other people in other professions. So I, I'm determined to maintain that, and I've managed to keep. Um, single and childless until my mid-40s, which also, uh, to a certain extent, gives me freedoms not available to others, and I just feel obliged to uh, use that that space and those opportunities and keep seeing as much of this amazing world as I can. Lucky man you are. I am. Hey, hey,
0: hey, 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 honey. You, you, can, you can
1: at least take. You can at least take pleasure in the knowledge that your tax dollars are paying for it. That's right. That's
2: right. It, it, it doesn't take away from his good fortune. There I you know. are. But I want to come back to to uh, your book, uh, your your photo essay really on uh, Latin America. Uh, it's 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 one thing to uh, look at the world through uh, looking at and all of that, it's, it's a different thing to kind of look at these places and kind of think about the political map and then look at the faces as uh, you have in the book. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm wondering, what message are you trying to leave the reader with or, or get us to think about this world when we look at these faces and we look at these people when we connect Albeit vicariously through them, through this book, what are you trying to uh, uh, leave the, uh,
1: the uh, onlooker with? I think there's certainly no overt political message or, or uh, context to the volume, but I think it does try to show something of life's rich pageant, you know, and the, mm-hmm. the diversity and the diverse beauty. Of uh, Latin Americans and therefore of of all of us, and I've tried to sort of really cover very wide uh, age ranges and and uh, shades of ethnicity and so on, and I think that that does in many ways celebrate a, a cosmopolitan and and pluralistic world. So there are there are political implications to that, um, and. Uh, I think that's basically a a tribute to the humanity of the people that are captured there. It is interesting, perhaps, that the book is organized not in the obvious way of country by country, say, uh, but rather you jump around, you know, from Cuba to Bolivia to Haiti to Argentina to Paraguay and so on. And there are actually, although I don't... Explicitly state this there there is a progression of kind of thematic elements in the book uh, As sections of, of photographs of children of couples and groups of people at work uh, people at recreation um, uh, Women men and so on so there is there is a kind of flow I hope and a unity to the images but it's one that in many ways transcends the boundaries of the nation-state, and, and perhaps in that sense brings out the commonalities between a, uh, someone in a, in a back street in Havana and someone in the, the uh, highlands of Bolivia, uh, and therefore the common humanity of us all. It, it's maybe especially relevant, just one further point, in the case of Cuba, because there are a lot of photographs of Cubans in the book, uh, which is a testimonial to the fact that they are, even by Latin American standards, amazingly photogenic people. Um, the kids in particular are just a riot. Um, and uh, there, there is, I think, a lot of um, debate around Cuba, a lot of political passions around Cuba, which we don't need to get into at this point. But I do think that the book uh, and the images from that country attest to a reality which is beyond that politics in many ways and reminds us of, of the human commonality of, of Cubans as well.
2: Now, Adam, one of the things about Latin America is that it's got the range of uh, political structures, and I'm curious as to how open and how receptive uh, some people were, and perhaps some of the more. Uh, right. uh, less progressive regimes there in terms of you taking pictures of them. How
1: yeah. did that work out for you? You know, the, the, the market difference is probably not between regimes in the sense of uh, Cuba, which is in many ways a highly repressive regime, is not one that imposes constraints upon you know taking photos of ordinary people. Uh, and it, ordinary people are delighted to pose for photographs. So there's, there's no connection, really, between the political authoritarianism and, and the way that the, the photography uh, photographer-subject relationship happens. The biggest difference, I think, that one finds traveling through the whole region is probably uh, an ethno-cultural one. That is to say that indigenous populations, very it, to, to make a sweeping generalization, are broadly speaking more conservative. Uh, and a little more reticent when it comes to having their picture taken and there is a little more negotiation and a little bit more, um, often hesitancy and probably more people simply declining to have you take their photo. Um, so that is in some ways the kind of cultural breakdown quite understandably given the history of, you know, indigenous peoples, uh, uh, invasions of indigenous populations and, and their sense of kind of being exposed to the, the colonizing gaze, but it, it, it must be said that there's tons of great photographs of indigenous people in Bolivia and Peru and northwestern Argentina and Paraguay in the book, and, and uh, a great many of them uh, turned out to be wonderful subjects.
0: Now, Adam, how did you discover photography as a way of interpreting your travel experiences? How did you come upon this 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 form?
1: Yeah, well, the short answer is relatively late. Um, I did. I, I had been dealing with cameras for a, from a fairly early age because for a long time I thought I would end up as a journalist rather than an academic. And uh, I did work on student newspapers. I took journalism classes in junior high school. Um, I uh, and including a fair measure of photography, but I was always fumbling with it. I never felt that I was a natural. And for most of the first period of my travel in Latin America, also, I took relatively fewer photographs, and very few of them are actually in the book because I don't think that I had a, a real, I had, had really developed an eye for uh, the subject yet. And in some ways, I trace it to the evolution of my Spanish language skills, and maybe there is even a connection there that as I became more fluent. Uh, in the language and better able to communicate with people, I was more able to put them at their ease and to get better photographs of them. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, but likewise, I just felt myself kind of, I, I never took a course in Spanish and I never took a further course in photography. So it was a matter of kind of instinctively developing my own sense of frame, which is quite pronounced in the book. I, I sometimes frame the subjects in quite dramatic ways. Um, and my sense, I guess, of the subject, whether it's a person or even sometimes a facade or a section of wall. I'm actually hoping to publish a second volume with the key publishing house in, in a couple of years of uh, facade and surfaces, which has been another major area of my photography and, of course, a much more abstractly aesthetic kind of photography. Um but the the people shots i think you know gradually emerged as i as i became more confident with the camera and more confident with the people themselves
0: hmm Yeah, you know, I was thinking, you actually, um, you mentioned the photographs that you took early on in your travels, and and, um, some of the photographs in the book actually range from 2002, between 2002 to 2007, and I can't imagine how many photographs you've taken over the course of that five-year span, Um, but I'm curious, how did you go about selecting which photographs would appear in your book?
1: Well, of course, the theme was going to be exclusively on people shots, so that immediately, you know, reduced the number down to to a half or one third of the of the total. Um, I do take a lot of photographs, usually in quite concentrated spells. I tend to go out in a you know mood to photograph and photograph quite intensively, um, and uh, the Sorry, just remind me of the question. <laughs> I lost track. <laughs> how,
0: how how you when it, how you selected the photographs that um, right. that uh, actually made it made the cut? Yeah, the, I,
1: I think actually a big part of successful photography is not just being able to capture a good photograph, but to recognize afterwards that you've captured it, and especially with some of the more unusual or unexpected or spontaneous images, I think it does kind of, you do need to sort of sit back and let the image speak to you. And I think that there's obviously a major aesthetic judgment made there. I'm looking at things like frame and balance and texture and, and focus. Um mm-hmm. And then one gets a short list and and trims a bit and supplements a bit and and tries to put it in a a running order that makes some kind of sense and and to perceive the kind of flow and dynamics of the images over the course of an entire volume, which is a, a bit of a separate process.
0: Well, you know, this is truly uh, Latin American portraits is truly a beautiful compilation of uh, the faces, many faces of Latin America, and I thank you so much for joining us today on the Traveling On Radio Show. I would like to um, uh, the the book that the book is issued by the Key Publishing House. Is it available um, in, uh, in 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 uh, the main? like Barnes & Nobles or Borders or online, and is there a website where people can go to yes. maybe? Okay, can, can you share? It th- can
1: be purchased through Amazon.com online. I don't know about uh, how widely it's being stocked on shelves. I haven't had a distribution report lately, but it can mm-hmm. be easily accessed online. Um, and maybe I could just mention uh, as well, if people would like to get a taste of it, uh, they can visit my personal website, which is Adam Jones dot free servers dot com, um, Adam Jones all one word dot freeservers dot com, and uh, go to the travel page of that site, and you can uh, browse through some of my photos from Latin America and indeed from around the world, and uh, uh, there are also links on the website to purchase the book.
0: Wonderful. Well, Adam, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, we're looking forward to your next book and a, and a safe travels to you next week as you travel. I guess you get get some time off from, uh, from university because of the Christmas holiday. Lucky you. Hey, so.
1: yes, I'm taking my remaining marking on the road and we'll be in Mexico City in a couple of days and enjoying the sunshine. So it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks very much.
0: Our pleasure.